Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport. I'm Graham Wilgos and Brad, straight into it, stage 18. We're nearly there yeah. of the Tour yeah. of France. Yeah, it's a couple of days to go, eh? And um, another tough one today. Lots of tired legs now from the back of the race right to the front. We saw Caleb going out the back again early on. I mean, he's had some tough races, hasn't he? But, Hanging on to Paris now, um, yeah. Do you know what? That's, that's what makes him such a great sprinter and a great athlete as well, is that, that toughness, which I don't think people see on days like this. Bennett, you know... Nice, comfortable leading the green again. We saw him take intermediate points today. Um, right through the peloton. Yumbo doing an incredible job again, particularly Walt Van Aert. I mm. mean, today was... He seems like getting better every day. Adam Yates started fatiguing now, dropping off the pace well, a little bit. We said yesterday we might see a, a few riders with fatigue legs who um, might struggle to hang on today. And that was the case for Yates with that main group. But out front, I mean, Carapace, third day on the trot. I mean, he's endeared himself to a lot of people, I think. They've won... Them two today, and Carapace in particular, the way he's been racing has um, probably won Ineos a lot of fans the last few days because we, it's very rarely we see them ride like that. You know, I think they're how clinical and how business-like they've been over the years, of course, which I've benefited from. Over time, you know, is it, people get, you know, quite bored and in some cases get quite resentful towards them for dominating. And But this, the way they've ridden, I mean, it's it's it just shows you... Um, how quickly things are changing cycling. And of course, that came from a huge disappointment in Bernal going home in Carapaz. I mean, he looks every bit the Giro win of last year, which mm. we said two weeks ago he didn't. And um, Polka Dot Jersey, Kwiatowski winning the stage, who's been fabulous this race. Um, and I said on the post show that based on that, what them two did today, I thought it was a bit harsh, the statement they put out the other day, which all are read out on the mm. breakaway, where they said they need to find a team capable of winning the tour and a coaching team capable of coaching those riders. And I think that was a huge detriment and disrespect to those two and the rest of the guys. It's It was like a shared responsibility. When they win, it's always down to something or someone or the coach. or the, When they lose, it's down to everyone. Um, but I actually think, it, burnout and injury, the, the rest of the guys have been fabulous this race, and them guys in particular, they've been superb. It, they were a bit quick to kind of it was a bit morbid of the whole team. These riders are rubbish. They've been fad, fantastic and Carapace points jersey and really ridden himself into form. I mean, it's almost a shame he's not around the Giro, isn't it? Um, or is he still? We don't know at this stage. We don't know. It'd be a surprise if he did, I think, now. Yeah, which is a shame, isn't he? He's won it last year. Shame not to go back and defend it. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was a brilliant, brilliant stage. Only slight disappointment. It's not even a criticism, really. It's the way they came across the line because I think yeah. it sort of diminished Kwiatowski's victory summed up by the the bloke who asked silly questions at the finish where he says to him, I know this guy, he works for SO and he speaks lots of languages, that's why they put him there, but he's not an interviewer. Um, and he says, 
Mikel, you won the stage, but you didn't really. It's more of a... Took, almost took it away from him yeah, straight I think that's away. Quite, it's like, it, it's, it was a collective, it's always a collective effort, but he won the stage yeah. and they worked their asses for it. He deserves everything. It's sort of a bit disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, I just think that um, the interviews are obligatory at the finish and it's just a shame that the interview doesn't bring out more the human side as it does sometimes with the riders because it's the first thing and the first time we hear the response of the riders um, and what it means to them. Mm. Well, look, the Ineos pair, as you say, crossed the line together. Here's how Rob Hatch called it for us on Eurosport. And we come under the Flamme Rouge. There is one kilometre to go on stage 18 of the Tour de France. Time to appreciate what has been an incredible performance. They pat each other on the back. They've been trying day after day after day. Last week ended in the worst possible manner. Egan Bernal, defending champion of the Tour de France, exploded on the Grand Colombier, out of it, and now the team that worked to back him is going to get its reward. Freedom for the Ineos Grenadiers. And it's going to be Carapaz who sits up here to pull on the polka dot jersey tomorrow. He already has a reward, and I cannot wait to see his race program for the rest of the year. Michał Kwiatkowski without a stage win in a Grand Tour, in a career that's been full of achievements, that has been full of selfless work for others. Who's going to get the reward here? 400 metres to go. It hasn't gone the way they wanted, but class and teamwork have prevailed. It's going to be a memorable moment. You don't get too many opportunities to finish a stage like this. Trofeo Baraki style to the line. Carapaz from Ecuador, Kwiatkowski from Poland, both representing the British team, both working so hard for their teammates. They will never forget this day, and they do it with a buffer that allows them to celebrate. Carapaz sitting up, Kwiatkowski is going to go and take the stage. When we sat down to research this tour, we all looked around surprised at the fact that Kwiatkowski had never taken a Grand Tour stage win. He's turned up year after year after year at the Tour de France. And even a last minute hiccup surely isn't going to get in his way. One more pat on the back, and it is Ineos Grenadiers and Michal Kwiatkowski who takes stage 18 from Meribel to La Rochefort. Kwiatkowski and Carapaz crossing the line together there. Did they milk it a um, bit too much, given given that they've had, you know, not the tour they would have wanted by any means? I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, maybe they did. I mean, does, it doesn't really matter, but I think a, a few people just in the studio and that were saying they would have liked to just seen them race it out for the finish because half the public wouldn't have known watching and kids and things. Yeah. And they could have let Kwiatkowski win anyway. I mean, it, it was just, I think it, it was their way of soaking up a lot of... Um, you know the the job they'd done that day, but I think it just it it, it felt a little bit like watching a dog die towards the end. It was like because they'd started so early out, yeah. um, and you kind of just wanted them to get on with it a bit. But you know they they could choose how they want to do it. It's up to them, isn't it? But I think in the only thing in coming across the line like that, it it just takes it diminishes a little bit Kwiatkowski's win today. I mean he could have just hit off in the last eight hundred mm. and jumped in alone and. It feels like winning a stage then, you know. Kwiatkowski's ridden seven tours, almost always in the service of others. He's, he's come second yeah. on stages a couple of times. It's fair to say he's earned this one, isn't it? Oh, he's, he's earned everything. I mean, he, he, he's 
a class act and you know he puts a lot of work into that he's a world champion um Tour of Flanders winner. Amstel Gold, yeah. San Sebastian, San uh, Remo. Yeah. I mean, he's... he's uh, Strada Bianchi yeah. twice. He's, he's a class act. I mean, the pair of them are. And he's a, he's a lovely lad as well. And he, he's part of the fabric of that team and part of it functioning. Well. He's an consummate professional. And they all... You see the, the admiration they all have for him. Give us an idea of how that conversation would have gone. because So they came in almost two minutes ahead of third place when yeah. we saw the sprint for the, what, in terms the, of the who GC wins? men. Yeah, in terms of who wins. Because they had a lot of time to talk about it. How they wouldn't would have spoke about it. I mean... The whole day, Kwiatkowski was riding, and it was the intention was to get Carapace into the King of the Mountains jersey. Yeah, which they did. So when they, by the time they got to finish, he knew he had the jersey. It would have been even. It, you don't even have to say it that Kwiatkowski wins the stage because I've taken the points jersey too. That's how it would have gone. There wouldn't have been a conversation, and um, some things that don't need to be said in the peloton um, like that. And you know, I said in the, in the after show today that when we saw Richie Port puncher, you know, there is no gentleman's agreement with someone like Richie because he's down the GC. The race carried on, and I said, but the only consolation or bit of security Rollich would have had in that situation, had he punctured, I don't think I don't think they'd have probably waited for him. And Brian said, I don't think so. I think the race was on. They'd have carried on. I don't think they would have done. I don't think things have changed to that degree. If Rollich had punctured and was 45 seconds down, mm. I don't think Pogacar would have took advantage of his misfortune. I, I just don't, I don't think that would have happened. That's a historic rule, the yellow jersey. At that point in the race, I may be wrong, but I don't think your sports changed that much. Mm. Primoz Roglic coming in uh, with the with the pack, so no change to GC. He did have his insurance policy. Wout van Aert mopping up the uh, mopping up the points he for the bonus up. points he, for third he, place, making sure that Pogacar couldn't uh, couldn't take them. I mean, he I would say he humiliated him in the sprint, but he didn't really need to try that hard, did he? And, and um, win by the margin, he did. Mm. I mean, he's just. I mean, how many was in that group? Then many was six, seven, eight, six or seven. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal. And it just based on that alone. You know, if there's any question, can this guy win a grand tour in the future? Of course he can. He'd probably win this one if he wanted to. Yeah. I mean, he, he was phenomenal. He seems to be getting better every day as well. I mean, to to come in after this amount of race, with the amount of work he's done with a group that select with the likes of Adam Yates. We talk about Adam Yates going to Ineos and can he win a grand tour? And he's 27 now. You know, maybe it's his moment. He's still 26. And he's come here to help the team and win stages in sprints. Aside from going well a couple of weeks ago and winning San Remo, Strada Bianchi, and, and he, he's there. I mean, he, he's phenomenal. I keep running out of words. And I think the big question now, as I was talking again with Dan Lloyd after, was about wait, it, it, how, well, how long is it going to be before the Don King of cycling, Patrick Lefebvre, wades in and tries to take him? Mm. Because he's a he's a, a quick step dream now for yeah, yeah. the... The the the, the saviour of Tom Boudin, you know the next, but that will be a very much classics thing. Bel- I don't know. Belgian rider at the the classic Belgian Flanders side. and all those things, but I don't think for a start Patrick could pay him enough, and I don't know if well that put it this way if he did end up going to a quick step, which would be a dream for that team. That's a, that's for the classics. Yeah, that's his career path. I think Yumbo or Trex or wherever else he goes. That will be with the intention of a GC because I think um, so. I don't know at this stage, but I, I guess the, the season he's had, whenever his contract is up, you know, Yumbo are going to want to keep him. I think, and he's he's a you know, hot property now. So mm. he might even have a crack at the stage win tomorrow, which is a transitional stage, stage nineteen, yeah. one hundred sixty-six point five kilometers, Bourg-en-Bresse to Champagnole. Just one categorized climb. 
If you're Primoz Roglic now, how are you looking at it? Big tick, done the Alps? Yeah, he, he's even said in his interview afterwards, it's just uh, about keeping focused now, you know, no keeping up there, just doing the same thing, almost riding like there's another week to go. Yeah. You know, because tomorrow is an important day. You don't want to relax at this stage. Um, the race is going to be on tomorrow. Um, the priority would be the jersey, and I think Van Aert, you know, he'll that will be his focus, particularly in the final. It only takes a crash in the final, like we saw in Nice when everyone went down. Mm. And, you know, you don't want to have a little tumble the day before the time trial, you know. Uh, and then that time trial, he's got to focus on that. Um, and I actually don't think it helps. I didn't. I don't think it helps when we watched all her talking about she'd spoken or seen in reports the boss of Yumbo speaking out um, because they have a tendency to come out towards the end when it looks like they're going to win almost some, some sort of reflective glory. I understand they get asked these questions, but so he, he said, "I'm ninety to ninety-five percent yeah, sure Primoz will win the tour." Now. But, but what, where you, I sort of listened to that and thought, uh, "Where where do you get that figure?" I mean, there is no percentage. He could crash tomorrow, mm. touch a wheels like Kelly did in '84 and broke his. Ch- I mean, look what happened to Hersher today. You know, 90%, 95%. It's like, shut up with all that. You know, this is about him. It's not about you sitting there reflective. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, he's keeping his cool. He's not getting over out of control. I should hope so. It's not about you, mate. It's about the lads that have been out doing this job and he's done a great job in constructing that and putting it all together. But, you know, you see it in football a lot. It's like sometimes... It's, it, it's just an extra distraction. But I also understand that I'm listening to that third or fourth hand. He may have just been stopped and asked, you know. But they just need to carry on now in the same vein as if there's a week to go because it's not about, oh, we're nearly at Paris. Near. One step at a time. And I, I said all the time, he's he's the best man for that. Bloke who used to stand at the top of a ski ramp. And he's been superb. And just on that, when, you know, when Port did puncture and that on that gravel section, yeah, I noticed he dropped the guys there. Mm. He was so strong. And he, and, but Port did fight ever so well to get himself back well, on to that main group. Yeah. He was I mean, very he's, impressive he's really, today too. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of tired legs today, weren't they? And Lander tried that move again, you know, with Bahrain, but again, didn't really, wasn't really going anywhere. It's very tough to, to pull away on a long climb. But Lander has jumped up to fifth on GC, so Yates losing time yeah. combined with that. So so from that, you know, people say it didn't really work from this. But his Lander is a diesel and he likes a grind and a you know they created that and he's moved up. So mm. good on him. Well we look forward to seeing how it plays out tomorrow. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Bradley Wigan show. Brad we can follow you on social at so we go, so we go. Eurosport is on Twitter at Eurosport underscore UK. Plus, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you to our producer, Pete Burton. Finally, from me, Graham Wilgos, it's goodbye. If you've enjoyed the show, please do rate us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, berate us, and hate us. <laughs> we'll Brad, we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.